Good evening, Patriots. And today is Monday, August 14th. That's the end of Monday. For many of you on the East Coast, you're already into Tuesday. It's interesting, in the last hour, the article that I read or the post that I read about Hawaii updates from the account Nikola3, N-I-K-O-L-A, which was apparently a whistleblower from Oahu, that entire post has been erased from the web. So I'm not really sure what that's about. And the site is up, but there's no evidence that the tweet or X or whatever they call it now is um, has, has had it. So I don't really know what to say about that post. But what I want to do tonight, we're going to play a number of pieces from this event. And there, these are clips, TikTok clips of some different perspectives of what's going on over in Lahaina and really kind of get a broad range of things that are happening and kind of put together a picture as we will also pray for the children and the many out here that are dealing with a lot of suffering right now, thanks to, at the very least, an incompetent government. I think it's more than incompetence, but we'll kind of let that flow for right now. Patriots, right now, one thing that's absolutely certain is that we are dealing with psychopaths. And if you can't figure that out from Lahaina and Maui, or even what's going on here tonight, even in Oregon, the entire skies are covered in smoke. And there's a fire north of us, but the just, I will just point this out. I'm sure it's purely a coincidence that on Friday, they chemtrailed the heck out of our skies. And on Saturday, the weather became so crisp, it was almost electric. And today we have skies covered in smoke from forest fires. I'm sure there's no connection there whatsoever. It's probably just global warming and whatever other nonsense they want to poke down our throat. So that said, psychopaths will go to anything at any lengths right now to force us into their way. One of the things they haven't pulled out of their hat yet, let's hope they don't, but you want to be prepared for as we prepare for many options, is an EMP. EMPshield.com, EMPshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. It'll give you $50 off and free shipping with the continuing, with the with with what they have set up there and an additional 10% off right now with the continuing freedom sale that's going on. So head on over to empshield.com, empshield.com, and check out these great devices. These devices are all designed to protect your electronics, your automobiles, your RVs, your ATVs, your solar systems, your dedicated generators, your ham radio base stations, and a variety of other things, specifically your household, all from EMP level one, two, three, lightning strikes and solar flares. And they've all been tested to the highest standards of DHS and DOD at the DHS and DOD labs. So head on over to empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Best promo code on the web. Get $50 off plus an additional 10% right now. Okay, I want to start tonight with the message that we should have heard from somebody like yesterday. I don't know if you've heard, but when the hand puppet and I really anymore, I'm just not even going to call them hand puppets. These people are meat puppets. So this meat puppet that's acting the role of Joe Biden, which is another thing. It just stuns me at this point in time. How many people believe that that 
idiot clown is really the real Joe Biden. I mean, all you have to do is go back like five years and look at photos. I mean, ears don't move, eyebrows don't change, head, head and cheek postures don't suddenly transform because you get older and dumber and full of supposed Alzheimer's. You know, my mom has had both her, her my mom's dad, my grandfather, was um, the one of the early diagnosed Alzheimer's patients. So she has a lot of experience with that. And her mother has dealt with dementia. My mom has contributed to a lot of time to Alzheimer clinic, which is not too far in, from us in this town. As she says all the time, this dude that's acting like Biden does not have Alzheimer's or dementia. It's just an act. But all that said, nothing is being said about the island fire. Very little to anything. The media is damn near silent about it. And so I want to start here tonight and to the credit of President Trump, a solid message from him to the people of Hawaii. I would like to express my sympathy and warmest regards to the people of Hawaii and specifically all of those who have been so gravely and irreparably hurt by the tragedy of the wildfires in Maui, something the likes of which have seldom been seen anywhere at any time. The death caused by this catastrophic event will be far worse than ever expected now that houses and cars and other areas are being inspected. The sad thing is it should never have happened. Our government was not prepared, and very importantly, the aftermath is going very poorly with the governor of the island wanting to do nothing but blame it on global warming and other things that just happened to pop into his head. When asked about it today, as he was getting into a car, perhaps coming home from the beach, where he has been spending a great deal of time, Crooked Joe Biden, the most incompetent president in the history of our country, with a laugh and a smile, said he had no comment on the death and the tragedy. To say no comment is oftentimes fine, but to be smiling when you say it, especially against such a tragedy as this, is absolutely horrible and unacceptable. It is a disgraceful thing that Joe Biden refuses to help or comment on the tragedy in Maui, just as he refused to help or comment on the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, for a very, very long time. In any event, hopefully everyone will be able to pull together so that a horrible situation does not get even worse. To the families affected, I give you my love and sympathy. Nothing can ever replace your loved ones. But you will always have the memories and will feel their great love surrounding and embracing you. Together, we will continue to carry their legacy forward. And I love you all very much. Thank you. Apparently, we, the administration doesn't have any words for Lahaina and the folks in Maui, but President Trump does, thank goodness. And apparently... Um, the Satanist whore Obama tonight decided to say a few words too, but I'm not going to play it because I don't want to throw up in my mouth. And if that doesn't show how much respect I have for him, I don't know what does. This event in Lahaina is a disaster, as we know. And I think it's important to understand the context of what we're dealing with on a global level and what this event here in Lahaina reflects 
on just the attitude and perspective of where we're, or time in which we're living in. Take a listen to this short piece. It's on point. I'm going to simplify another conspiracy for you once again. Okay, so let's say you're BlackRock. You're in control of 40% of the investable assets globally. You're heavily invested in literally every aspect of life. The food industry, medical industry, weapon industry, transportation, the media, everything. By the way, this isn't a conspiracy. This is public data that anyone can find. So once you have all this power, you need to increase demand in order to keep the economy going. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to create a crisis. Because you cannot have a $90 billion weapon industry without a war. You cannot have demand for green energy without a climate crisis. You cannot sell a vaccine without a pandemic. And you cannot create media traffic without drama. It's an entire ecosystem controlled from the upper class. And it's no coincidence we're in a perpetual state of crisis. I think that is so important. You know, we, we talk about scripture and what God tells us, and it's always fear not, 365 times, in fact. But fear is not just fear. As when I say this, we use that as a collective word that I think it's pretty important that we get a handle on. Fear is also biting into their anxiety and their perpetual roles of chaos because at the core of a lot of that, that anxiety that drives us, that obsesses us, is a fear. And you may not like that word, and I've said this, the reason I say this is over the time that I have mentioned those words, I always have people write me and say, I don't fear anything. Well, first of all, that's a lie because everybody has a fear of something that you will overcome. If you try, but everyone has a fear of something, whether it's a torture and having your eyeball taken out with with a fine needle or whether it's having your genitals cut off with a pair of with a hacksaw, whatever that is, I'm sure that I can generate enough visual images to create an uneasiness of almost fear inside somebody. So my point is that fear is a driver when we start to get into the media cycles of hype and intensity and chaos because they're driving things that's compelling us to listen to their story. And it's really quite insane. And this is what they have done over and over to keep control and to build out this new normal, to build out this great reset in creating the cycles of crisis and chaos that loop us in until we step back and we say enough is enough. Now, in fairness to all that's going on in in Lahaina, there's a lot of very level heads right now that are coming through. And I want to begin with this next piece, or I want to move to this next piece that is coming from the Maui police. And I, I it's pretty insightful as to the challenges which they're facing post-apocalyptic fire. Take a listen. So of the 89, so realize this, we, we, when we find these, you know, our family and our friends, the remains we're finding is through a fire that melted metal. We have to do rapid DNA to identify them. Every one of these 89 are John and Jane Doe's. And so when you are asking us, and we we know we've got to get, we know we've got to go quick, but we got to do it right. So when we pick up the remains and they fall apart, and so when you have 200 people running through the scene yesterday, and some of you, that's what you're stepping on. I don't know how much more you want me to describe it. That's what you're stepping on. 
Give us a little bit of time to contain that. Please. Because we've got to go make 89 notifications. And coming from a place that had to make 58, I understand the pain this is going to take. And we're not done with 89. So just understand what this thing is, because none of us really know the size of it yet. Everybody wants a number. You want it fast or you want it right. We're going to do it right. So the thing that is important here, they're pushing these numbers. And it's the idea of keeping the numbers down. And this is a problem. President Trump said there's many more that died, and there are, there, it will be one of the greatest disasters. He knows the truth. They don't know the exact numbers, but it's not 89. And this post that I will read here in a little bit that I read in the previous shows today, which is a whistleblower from Oahu, thanks to Duncan. We do have a copy of it, and I didn't grab a screenshot. He did, thank goodness. So I, I can't read it, but this is a piece that Duncan just sent to me that I want to play that talks about the governor and a few other things. At so this moment, 93 individuals have perished. This statement by the governor was just released today. However, boots on the ground, people that have seen cars full of charred corpses, entire generations of families burned alive, children, Divers that have been diving, pulling dozens of bodies out of the ocean. And confirmation from our local governance meetings stating the fact that the fatalities exceed upwards of 500. And all of this was confirmed days ago. And now our governor is going to come out and tell us that the body count is 93. They're slowly trickling the body count up way less than it is. And you know why? Because they know if this information got out there, it would incite rage and riots. The worst part is the kids who are home from school that had no warning from their parents or our government. And there you go. That last piece is dead on. We have to understand what we're dealing with here. And this is truly a, a level of spiritual evil that's beyond any comprehension for rational human beings. And unfortunately, for the way that our churches have done their job, and I am going to put a heavy burden on our churches and a heavy burden on the pulpit. They've rejected deliverance. They've rejected prayer healing. They've rejected the principles of raising the dead. They've hardly pushed out the idea of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, but instead have built these temples of dead stone walls driven by spineless skinny jean pastors that only want one thing, put money in the offering plate so they can pay bills, and they're not equipping the saints to do the church's work, this, the, the work of the ministry, to confront this world as it is. Our world is driven by principalities beyond our reach, and it's a very real world of demonic and powerful spiritual entities that are turning things dark and evil. I have a general belief that people in as a whole just don't enjoy relishing in the pain and agony of others. But we're dealing right now with people that have sold their soul to the principles of power, 
sold their soul to the opportunities of re-election, for a future salary, for some promise of power and control or governance in this new model. And I truly believe what has happened here is they were given orders to do certain things coming from very high up. They were instructed to do certain things, like shut the water off, which we'll hear about in a minute. They were told to move forward with agendas, like the agendas and things that they passed to put in within the bills that the only way that they could change the, the, the building codes on these sacred lands is if there was a natural disaster, as there just was. These sorts of things these people have done, and then suddenly those higher than them pull the trigger on the event that puts it all in motion, that all the groundwork that they've been instructed to do, they now realize that they have put their hand in the pot of one of the most horrific things they could have done. They have killed children, and a lot of them. And so now they're doing what every slime bag, piece of crap politician always does. They don't have the integrity to stand up because they have no moral foundation. And unfortunately, a larger percentage of the world has been so dulled down in their life, they don't possibly want to imagine that this could be a criminal act. Fortunately, Hawaii seems to be much more on fire than that. And the islanders know this fight because they've been fighting the, these evil elites for a long time who've been trying to buy their land, their sacred land. And I, and I have to say this because this is one of these testimonies that every person that's not Native needs to start confronting. Natives fight for their land because the land is part of them and part of God. We don't fight for land. We don't fight for our properties. Why? Because we see it as transitory. We see it as some, thing, some shell that we can build, sell for a profit, and move on and stick some more money in the bank. When you deal with native principles of land, land and life are one. We have lost our way so badly here. And again, we're, the, the prayers go out to our Native Americans, or the, the natives of the island, the Hawaiians, because it's their values that are going to win this fight. But what I believe has happened here is these two-bit criminals that are running the government, they're really just, a lot of them are just idiots that have obeyed rules in, in lust for power have now been boxed in to realize that they're now complicit in a total crime against humanity. They have been complicit in something incredible. And there's a lot of views. People are going to tell you, I don't believe in the directed energy lasers from space. I don't believe in this. I'm going to put this again, and I've said this a couple times today, but I want to frame this as to everything I've put together and what I've physically witnessed in my own county. So let me start there in 2019 in some of the most beautiful forest in the entire world. It was the Umpqua River Basin, old growth, incredible beauty of this, of this area. Overnight, overnight, 120 fires broke out in, from just right by Salem south to Northern California. It just so happens that I do have the radar screenshot that shows a solid light beam that target, it arrives at the exact point in my county where this fire started. 
We would call that due, directed energy. But let's back up before that would happen. Two or three days before, exactly what we're living through right now, they chemtrailed the hell out of our skies. And then suddenly the winds changed. We are in a coastal area. Our winds typically run from the coast inland. Suddenly the winds changed and they went from instead of west to east, east to west, which rarely ever happens here. And then what happened is the air became so dry and crisp, it was almost electric. You could feel it. As we went into night with temperatures that now started to soar well above 105 to 110 degrees, things were getting extra crisp over a number of days. Suddenly we wake up the next morning and there's spot fires all over the place. A couple things were confirmed. They say that there was electric sparks coming from the transformers, which is probably true because they do admit that. And there's, there was no protocol to shut them down or they just didn't bother. We also know that there were firefighters dressed like, well, people dressed like firefighters. There were actually some of them Antifa that were moving around our areas. They were criminals lighting fires. One of them was, a couple of them were caught in, in the county south of us. So we know that we had firefighters that were actually arsonists. And then we also know that as these fires picked up, we also know from what I've told you that there is a physical evidence slide that shows that there was some form of a light beam that went from an altitude to our county, specifically where the it just happens to stop exactly where the fire began. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. Now, the other part of this, when you study what goes on in Paradise, California, one of the things that happens is the, the heat elevates on these fires beyond reason. You start to see tires not just melt, but the whole wheels and metal on the cars melt. Patriots, I've fought in fires. That doesn't happen. Fahrenheit 451, do you know what that is? That's the book by, that's the book about burning books. But what's 451? That's the temperature in which paper burns. To melt steel, you're talking in the range of 1,500 to 2,000 degrees. What can cause that? One of the things that they've confirmed in paradise is when you get fires that hot, what's actually happening is they put magnesium in the air, and the magnesium, among other things, ignites and burns at a super hot level, including aluminum is another one they put in the air. And it hyperheats up the atmosphere when it burns. That's what they've discovered in paradise. That's what there's some limited evidence of what happened up here in Oregon. So when we go to Maui and we watch in Lahaina, we watch a fire that has other, as other layers to this as well, which is, for example, unnatural grasses that are growing there now. And these grasses that are, that are not native are getting extremely dry. Then we have this massive hurricane that comes in and the it, the winds start picking up, but it's lightning at a distance and it's the air gets very dry. And so with the, tur- with the turn of the air, which is running at 70 miles an hour, and then a fire starts, there's no rain. And then when they go to water the fire, the water shuts off. These are questions that have to be answered. And people literally just watch this fire moved in. There's discussions of big explosions Let's play a few more of these pieces. Keep this in mind as we move through that when you when they deal with one of these issues, all this was about land and getting this land so that they could secure a contract to rebuild the most valuable real estate on Maui 
that was native held to remove them from the land, which these people love to do, and to build a high-rise smart city, 15-minute city right there in Lahaina, which would then be controlled by an artificial intelligence governance model. That was their model. And like I said, it just so happens that the governor passed rules that allows for them to take the land or rezone the land if there was a natural disaster. This is all sickening. And it's literally what we are dealing with on a broad spectrum of the world right now that should have everybody just shaking their head and ready to stand and fight. Take a listen to this piece here. Listen we to this shit right here. like we were winning. We were keeping it at bay, keeping it off of the properties. The water shut off. Even the firemen that were patrolling couldn't refill their trucks. What I tell you? The fire just grew. The sparks started blowing over and and it just beat us in the end. I don't know, you're standing there with a hose and there's nothing coming out and you see the fire coming over and you see parts of your house starting to take, starting to burn. And you just feel you're kind of defeated at the moment. You're going, why, you know, <laughs> we did everything and all we could think of was, we have no water, we can't do anything. Jump in our cars and skedaddle, get out of town. And then come back in the morning and see the place all burnt down. I was concerned about his safety, and then as soon as I saw him in the car, like, he's home, that means that's not good. And he just said, we lost the house. I was going to retire. I mean, I am retired, right? But now I've got a new life. So I need a new, new journey, a bend in my road. Makes you want to cry, you know? Still love it. Still love it, and that's why you say, would you move to Honolulu? I mean, I could move to Honolulu, but it's the people and the climate. Like, it's like, it's, it's beautiful up here. You know, and uh, it'd be hard to leave. They'll make it through. Take a listen to this. Isn't it crazy that the now police chief in Maui who's doing the press conferences and stuff, mind you, the first non-native of his kind, um, was also the incident commander in the Las Vegas shooting. You really can't make it up anymore. What do you think the chances of that are? And then you start to say, well, well you know, this just it could be a coincidence. Yeah, sure it could be. It's a big one if it is. Take a listen to this. Listen up, this is important, because they did shut the water off, and that prevented the people from working together to put out the fire. They know, they know how powerful we all are together, and if everybody knew what really happened, and if we all stood up against it, it's done. Especially as Islanders, do you know how unified we all are? We're a unit. I'm going to share the photo, but y'all, did y'all know that they shut the water off? That part. They shut yeah. all the water off. So some pe- I've seen a video saying like, oh, this smart man used the water hose to fight off the fire from his house. Everybody tried. The water was off. Mm-hmm. Not only that, all the children were home because school was canceled that day. They were all home. And the parents weren't there to evacuate them. Y'all, please pause. That's fucking horrible. Sent me. The locals are already traumatized with enough to deal with. But as the truth comes out, we can share it and put a stop to the evil and the narrative that's horrible. To put out there. 
The deal is that when you're in the middle of the fire and you're in the middle of these sorts of traumatic events, you don't want to hear, and I understand this, they don't want, you don't have time to process the things that you can't see right before you. This is another good report right here. Not that long ago, Hawaiian government officials in the areas that were just affected by the wildfires passed a law saying that that land could not be redistricted for new building permits unless some sort or some type of a serious natural disaster occurred. Serious natural disaster occurred. And what did we have happen through those three districts of very sacred land to the Hawaiians? A very serious natural disaster. I'm not going to get into space lasers and all of that shit, but people called their insurance companies after the fire and the insurance companies for the first time informed them that there was zoning infractions on their land so they would not honor their insurance policies. And within 24 hours of these people losing their homes, the same developers who the Hawaiian elders fought in court to have that law passed are already calling these people and making them offers for their homes. This is what happens when the government sticks their fingers in everything. The government's in the insurance industry. They're talking to people who are paying for their campaigns, which are the buyers of this land. And they say to these people, hey, let us know when they call you to get their insurance claims and let us know when you deny them so we can then give them a call right away and scoop in and swoop in and be the heroes. So they're going to get this land that they're going to develop into millions of dollars worth of property and the Hawaiian elders are going to get fuck all. They're going to get screwed over. And this happens everywhere. There's too many coincidences for this not to be shady. Wake up. And there you go. It's, a, it's nailed it right there. Too many coincidences for this not to be shady. He's absolutely right. We're in an unbelievable moment in time in history. And it's tr really, if we look at it correctly through the lens, we realize that God is giving us something quite amazing. He's giving us a gift to see evil. But he's also giving us something else. Now, of all the people I'm going to play tonight, this one's probably the least you would expect. And this is the guy now who played Mr. Rogers. Now, listen to this wisdom, because this is what we as the people can do. You know, my mother used to say a long time ago, whenever there would be any really catastrophe that was on the, in the movies or, or on the air, she would say, always look for the helpers. There, were, there will always be helpers, you know, even just on the sidelines. That's why I think that if news programs could make a conscious effort of showing rescue teams, of, of showing who uh, medical people, anybody who is coming into a place where there's a tragedy, to be, to be sure that they include that. Because if you look for the helpers, you'll know that there's hope. 
right there. We have the opportunity with the power of connectivity and digital army to change this fight based on how the story, what stories we tell. And this is really at the core of all of this. I understand the pain right now. And we all have, we have to put together the facts to understand what we're fighting against and truly what this evil is. Because this evil is evil. Don't kid yourself. It has no limits. It has no boundaries. It's out for one thing in particular, to control and destroy ultimately everything for themselves. Except they can't control us. And we have to make a choice of the stories we want to live into. It's literally in another framing of what Christ has reminded us that we have to literally stand up walk, and be healed. And I don't say that lightly or flippantly because it ties into this, because we have to heal the wounds of being mentally raped by these people, by these institutions. We have to say no to this evil. There can be no no acceptance of this whatsoever. We can't support their narratives, which are always in denial and telling lies. We need the honest truth. Let me read this again. I've read it a couple times today, but I think it's really important to read. And this is Hawaii Updates. This was originally posted on Nikola 3's account. It's since been deleted. But the thing is that it's been confirmed through other reports today. I just got out of a meeting where I was informed by someone in the mayor's office about developments that are being kept from the public. I'm not a conspiracy theorist and I don't want to make trouble, but here's what I've heard. The amount of fatalities is expected to be more than 500, but less than 1,000. Many of the fatalities will be children who were at home because they canceled school, parents were working, and were not there to evacuate the children. The children had no idea they needed to leave, and by the time they noticed their homes or apartments were on fire, it was too late. The government is worried about how we will react when we learn that the fire department left the fire early in the day and claimed it was 100% contained, knowing that the winds were expected to be 70 miles per hour by the afternoon. It is against all fire control protocols. The fire department should not have left the original fire unattended. They are scared that the public calls for accountability will be more than they can control and protests and riots will occur. They plan to lock down Lahaina for several months. It will take months to clean up the hazardous environmental contamination. They won't have enough housing for the expected number of people that are displaced. There were 2,000 folks unaccounted for this morning. They found 700 today, but there are still 1,300 missing. They are very worried that the community is going to freak out when they find out how not a single fire truck responded to the fire. The emergency sirens were not activated, hurricane sirens, and the loss of life could have been kept down by better emergency management which utterly failed. 
I'm not trying to make waves or stir up problems, but I was so angry and sad when I found out how many children were are dead that I knew I had to post and let everyone know what I've learned. It's time to offer officials, it's time for our officials to stand up, tell the truth, face the music. They failed, Lahaina. Our government is full of incompetent nepotism. Oahu whistleblower. The children. Because it's always the children. Because through the sacrifice of children, they gain some sort of favor with their damn God. These people are sick beyond imagination. They worship and pride themselves in the sacrifice of God's innocence. And it's time that we put an end to this. This is in Lahaina right now. If you don't think this is coming to where we are, you're wrong. They know no boundaries. They know no limits. They will simply do whatever they have to do to take power, to take the land, to force people off the land because that is who they are. They're not of us. They're not part of humanity. I don't care if someone wants to tell me all day long, you can pray for them, we can bring them to Jesus. At this point in time, the only trip they need is a one-way trip to the courts of heaven. Patriots, tonight we're going to do a couple of things, and I'm just going to kind of echo what I did in the previous hour. We're going to pray. I want to pray for the children in particular, and then I want to take a silent moment of prayer and I do want to play the amazing piece by Is and just in, in quiet remembrance and prayer for all that these people have gone through and all the Hawaiians are fighting for. But I'm also hoping something else tonight. I hope that everyone that's hearing this, that your fires of righteousness will be lit. I've talked for four years about this being a war. I've talked longer than that. Everything I did back to 2015 has said the same thing. We're at war. Increasingly, we've come to realize that we are, but I don't know what more it takes for people to realize that now we have sacrificed the blood of innocence in mass in a town. They've wiped it off the face of the earth. And one can say that it's a, it's a mismanaged fire, it's a mismanaged this. At the end of the day, the sequence of events work out so perfectly in their favor. If you are one that wants to turn your eyes away from the criminality involved in this, shame on you. And may God touch you in a way to make you humble yourself before him and the throne and pray for mercy. These aren't accidents. These are well-coordinated, well-engineered events. They use technologies to a large scope that we don't completely comprehend, but they, we know they're there. And they use them at the will that is needed with our government's complicity to drive people from the land, to steal what is theirs, to take what God gave us, and to try to force us to bow to them. And that I will never do. Let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight very humbled and heavy hearts because in this disaster that has hit Lahaina, a disaster not by natural occurrences, but sadly by a combination of straight evil mixed with the incompetence and dereliction of people that are corrupted in their heart, 
We have witnessed a sacrifice of a sacred space and most horribly the destruction of lives in fire, especially the children. Father, tonight we just pray for a healing of hearts of all of those that are suffering from the loss of family and children. And we just pray that, that the Holy Spirit can just flood that space in Lahaina. May we see the war angels take mount and control over the perimeter of the land. And as we pray tonight, we pray in the thought of a bloodline around the entire space of Lahaina to raise up a protection of a defensive wall, a mighty hedge of protection where heaven now seizes control of this land that no one other than those that walk with the Holy Spirit can claim. Father, we rebuke any of the demonic forces that are now swirling around. And Jesus, any of them that come near these people, this land, or find joy even in the destruction of the little ones, we turn over to you by the authorities given to us. But each and every one of these demons on that island, and we proclaim Maui as an island of the Most High, any demon that lurks there, it is now declared that you will be bound and gagged to speak the words only, Jesus is Lord for eternity. Father, we just pray for a massive blessing tonight upon those that are there, the Hawaiians, to give them strength and courage, greater courage than they've ever known, to give them restorative powers, both deep within the wounds of their soul and their heart and mightiness within their walk and step. May their voice now join with the many other voices around this world to echo out the truth of what has happened. And for those deniers and those fools that walk within the matrix of lies, may this be a moment that their own reality begins to crack and crumble, that the justifications for the foolishness in which they declare things, whether it's to push for a shot or push people into 15-minute cities, whatever this nonsense is, let this become such a piercing noise in their head. It splits them and forces them into pain to where the only way out they must seek is through repentance. And Father, we just pray for a beautiful rainbow to sit upon this land of, of Lahaina, a healing space to feel the power of the Holy Spirit wash over the land. And may the breezes not be warm, but the breezes be healing and cool. And may the rain flush the wounds from the land. But may the memory of the children rest heavy and remembrance boldly on everybody's heart. And may they be honored in the things that we do going forward as now we must stand and unite together as one to understand truly that this evil must be stopped and it will be as we come together as one body in Christ. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen.
troubled milks like lemon drops High above the chimney top, that's where God bless his, God bless the Hawaiians, God bless the children that have been lost. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us, he'll never forsake us, and in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow for bended knee. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the Get back in my body.